good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show. I'm your host, Kieran Mack, and thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to like this video if you're watching us on YouTube, and please do subscribe. We're also available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and a host of other podcast players. Now that that's all done, let's jump into today's show. Well, hello there, and welcome back to the Thai Expat Daily Show. Today is Sunday, the 10th of April, 2022. And what we're going to start off with today is the daily COVID numbers, because it's something we haven't looked at in quite a while. The country registered 98 more COVID-19 fatalities and 25,298 new cases during the previous 24 hours, the Public Health Ministry announced Saturday morning. Now, Saturday's figures did not include 22,431 positive results from antigen tests over the past 24 hours. This would raise the total to 47,729. This compared with the 89 COVID-related fatalities and 25,140 new cases reported Friday morning. The COVID-19 Situation Administration said on Saturday afternoon that the 98 new fatalities were aged between 20 and 97, with the average age of 75. All but one Myanmar were Thais. Now, an advisor to the CCSA, Dr. Utam Kachintorn, claimed that the actual daily infections at present may be around 100,000, and this may increase during and after the long Songkran holiday next week, as more people gather together. Official numbers of daily infections confirmed by RT-PCR tests have been recorded at more than 20,000 for weeks, but another sizable group has also tested positive using rapid antigen tests. He estimated figures of around 100,000 a day takes into account those who have not been tested and is based on the increasing number of patients on ventilators and with lung inflammations, as well as COVID-related deaths. Despite this revelation, Dr. Udam said, however, that the government is not preventing people from traveling next week, but he warned that they must strictly comply with basic safety measures, such as always wearing a face mask, maintaining social distance, and more importantly, getting booster vaccine jabs, noting that only 35% of the population had their boosters, which is considered low. Dr. Udam dismissed as misleading the belief held by some people by getting infected with the virus to develop immunity is better than getting inoculated. He voiced his agreement with the proposal of the Public Health Ministry to replace the RT-PCR test for arriving travellers with rapid antigen tests, citing the low rate of infection among arrivals compared to locally acquired cases. Currently, one RT-PCR test is required upon arrival, followed by a self-administered ATK test on the fifth day. The pre-departure COVID-19 requirement has been dropped as of April 1st. The economy must be allowed to move on, but health measures must be in place to prevent the spread of disease, Dr. Udam said. And next up, Thailand abstains in vote to suspend Russia from UN Human Rights Council. Thailand, highlighting inclusivity, abstained from a vote to suspend Russia from the United Nations Human Rights Council over its aggression against Ukraine during the United Nations General Assembly on Thursday. Thailand was among 58 nations, including Brazil, India, Indonesia, Malaysia and the United Arab Emirates, which abstained from the vote. 93 countries such as Canada, Australia, Belgium, France and the United States voted in favour, while 24 countries including China, Iran, Laos and Vietnam voted against the move. 
According to the explanation offered by Thailand's permanent representative to the United Nations, the country voted to abstain due to the overriding importance it attaches to a transparent, impartial and inclusive approach in the multilateral regime. Although Thailand is deeply concerned over the escalation of the conflict and humanitarian crisis in Ukraine and that prompt action be taken in response to all alleged human rights atrocities against civilians, any such action must be taken after careful consultation, including well-founded and established facts and evidence from reliable sources. Therefore, Thailand supports the United Nations Secretary-General's call for an independent investigation. The explanation also reads, We strongly urge all parties to comply fully with international humanitarian law and international human rights law, and to protect civilians and civilian objects as well as ensure unhindered provision of humanitarian assistance without discrimination. Another life lost is another life too many. Last month, Thailand joined 141 nations in voting in favour of a resolution to condemn Russia's aggression in Ukraine during the 11th emergency special session of the United Nations General Assembly. More than 1,400 civilians have lost their lives in the conflict since the Russian troops invaded Ukraine on February 24th, according to the Office of the United Nations High Commission for Human Rights, while more than 4 million Ukrainians have fled their homes to escape the fighting. Now with all that going on, Phuket officials have shared a news story promoting how Thailand has maintained its friendly country status with Russia and highlights how the status may soon see Russian tourists returning to the island. The Phuket Info Centre, operated by the Phuket Office of the Ministry of Interior, shared the news story posted by Thai media company Workpoint Today on the Phuket Info Centre official Facebook page. Thailand is one of the 52 friendly countries that Russia is preparing to open to again after being closed since the COVID-19 outbreak, the story begins. Russian state news agency TASS on Tuesday reported Russian Prime Minister saying that Russia will reopen air routes for the 52 friendly countries from tomorrow, April 9th. Among the 52 countries that will reopen routes, it was found that Thailand was included, said the report. Other friendly countries were named as Algeria, Argentina, Afghanistan, Bahrain, Bosnia, Brazil, Vietnam, Hong Kong, Egypt, Zimbabwe, Israel, India, Pakistan, Morocco, Mongolia, Namibia and a few other different countries. Russia will open all round-trip flights to and from countries listed in the 52 friendly country lists which have been classified as a friendly country, meaning a country that does not cooperate with the United States and Western nations in enforcing sanctions on Russia over its invasion of Ukraine, the report said. So as you can see, um, Phuket has no shame. In the second, a report comes out where it's classified, or Thailand's classified as a friendly nation towards Russia, who has been seen as an aggressor in this case. Immediately sharing this to tell everybody how fantastic Thailand are. And it really shows how self-unaware Thailand are when it comes to what's going on around the world. Sitting on the fence and pretending to be doing something and being somewhat concerned when we all know that they're not really. The only concern that the authorities here seem to have is whether or not they can get Russian money and tourists over to the country because that's what they need and want. As I've said before, the amount of money that have been donated and headed over to Ukraine to help in this humanitarian crisis, which they have talked about, is no more than $60,000, which is pittance. 
So that's where the Thai government are at the moment on this whole situation. It would be nice to see more Southeast Asian countries stepping up to the plate, condemning Russia's behavior. And no matter what side of the fence you sit on, invading another country, in my opinion, is wrong. And killing, murdering innocent women and children is wrong. Now moving along, China rumors raise tourism sector's hope for a bumper quarter four. The tourism sector is upbeat about the Chinese market, following hints emerging that outbound trips from the mainland might be allowed in the fourth quarter. Despite the buoyant mood around this previously crucial market, the Association of Thai Travel Agents played down the rumor saying it was too soon for the sector to get its hopes up. The Vice President of the Tourism Council of Thailand said tour operators are abuzz about rumours that the first Chinese tour groups in over two years may be allowed in during Golden Week, a national holiday in October. These groups would only be allowed if Beijing lifts border restrictions in the fourth quarter. Tour operators have to wait a few months for the confirmation as the viral situation on the mainland remains critical prompting many cities to implement stringent lockdowns and requiring lengthy quarantine periods for those returning from other countries. The rumour is quite strong. We hope this good news becomes a reality during Golden Week. We're confident that Chinese demand for Thailand is still enormous, said Mr. Vichet. If the Chinese market can return later this year, the numbers will not match the 800,000 to 900,000 per month as tallied in the past because airlines have to gradually increase capacity first, he added. Now, the ATTA president said it remains difficult to predict the direction of the Chinese government as the country faces a volatile pandemic situation. The scenario might become clearer following the conclusion of the Chinese Communist Party's 20th National Congress in the autumn. Thai tourism is in dire need of the Chinese market as they are year-round travellers, unlike European guests, the key market for Thailand at the moment. European visitors are rather seasonal. However, we should wait and see for a clear statement from Chinese authorities. He said if the reopening required Chinese returnees to quarantine for weeks, it would be hard to have much hope for this market. Now, Yutasek Supasorn, the governor of the Tourism Authority of Thailand, said that TAT held meetings with three big high travel agents about potential opportunities if China allows outbound trips in the fourth quarter and Thailand removes all entry restrictions before July. He said after the Centre for COVID-19 Situation Administration agreed to consider changing the RT-PCR test on arrival to an ATK test, along with insurance and Thailand pass reforms this month, the country will be in a better position to compete globally after losing market share to other nations that have fewer restrictions. Assuming most of our entry rules are lifted and the Chinese market can return, we may be able to run at full speed for the last three months of the year, Mr. Yutasak said. Prior to the pandemic, we had at least 3 million arrivals a month in the fourth quarter. This year, we may see 30% of that level. So I don't know what kind of dreamland a lot of these people are in and whether or not these rumors on where they're coming from could be ever be taken seriously. Right now, China is focusing on a zero COVID policy. That means they are not allowing COVID to run rampant like Europe and many other countries have done. You can see what they've recently done in Shanghai in relation to COVID. A city shut down, 25 million people being tested for COVID. That's a zero COVID policy. And I just can't see that shifting from now 
to the end of the year. They would be in essence saying that they've done everything wrong for the last two years and they'd be saying that their vaccines don't work and they would be saying that the United States, the Western countries, had the right approach from the beginning and that's just not going to happen. So whatever hope Thai tourism has of the Chinese market, I would say stop looking at the Chinese market. It's not coming for another year, year and a half in my opinion. Thailand needs to get away from putting all its eggs into, you know, one basket. If you look, for example, at the Maldives, the Maldives were a very big Chinese destination. They are now doing better numbers than they did in 2019 without the Chinese market. The reason for this is they refocused their marketing campaigns and they went out there and they were aggressive in the market. They reduced all the restrictions and they went out and they decided that they were going to get people to come to the Maldives to keep their country and their economy alive. And that, in my opinion, is what Thailand needs to be doing. Now, moving along to the featured story of the day, and bear in mind before we go through this story that the government have met and they have approved in principle the idea of reducing the entry requirements, but they have not been rubber stamped and they were subject to what goes on over the Songkran period in relation to COVID. So RT-PCR tests for foreign visitors are expected to be replaced by antigen tests from next month in a bid to attract more tourists and revitalize the struggling sector. Speaking after a meeting of the Centre for COVID-19 Situation Administration, the Deputy Public Health Minister said the meeting agreed in principle with the switch proposed by the Public Health Ministry. Foreign visitors flying into the country will take an antigen test upon arrival instead of an RT-PCR test, Mr. Satit said, adding that more airport personnel will be deployed to make sure the procedure goes smoothly and takes minimal time. Tourists can wait for the results, which should take no more than 15 to 30 minutes to process on site, without the need to book hotels and wait overnight for the results of RT-PCR tests, he said. The new rule is expected to attract more tourists and help to resuscitate the economy, Mr. Satit said. The CCSA meeting discussed a number of measures as well as the easing of entry rules, which will take effect next month, he said. Prime Minister Prayat Chanacha said that after chairing the meeting, the government will consider a further easing of travel restrictions next month to allow more tourists to enter the country. We will try our best to balance public health and the economy, the Prime Minister said. Government spokesman Tanakorn Wangbunkanchana said the meeting discussed potential entry revisions for next month, including the scrapping of the RT-PCR test on arrival for visitors, entering under one of the three Travel Safer Tours programs. The spokesman for the CCSA said attendees at the meeting agreed in principle on the need for friendlier measures. Further easing of travel restrictions will depend on an evaluation of the situation after Songkran next week, he said. Now, Dr. Tuisit said the CCSA agreed in principle but had yet to approve measures tentatively tabled at the meeting for May. The Prime Minister wants to evaluate infection rates after the long break, he said. The rate of new infections from tourists entering Thailand from the beginning of this month would also be taken into consideration. Restrictions have also been gradually eased since November last year to help the tourism sector. The government last week lifted the requirements for a pre-travel RT-PCR test for air travellers arriving in the kingdom under its test and go, sandbox and quarantine programmes from April 1st, although they are still subject to the RT-PCR test on arrival. 
About 470,000 foreign tourists have arrived in the first quarter of this year, surpassing the total number of 420,000 for the entire 2021 year, according to the CCSA. The spokesman admitted existing measures do not allow Thailand to compete with other countries that were reopening their tourism sectors, and the next meeting of the CCSA after Songkran would table a further loosening of restrictions. The changes tentatively planned for next month include requiring fewer documents to register for a Thailand pass, a shorter quarantine period, and a reduction of the current $20,000 insurance requirement. The date for the meeting has not yet been officially set, he also mentioned. So there you have it. After a long, long talk about this for many months, possibly we're heading in the right direction. Now, of course, this is all dependent on the COVID numbers after Songkran. As we typically will see and have seen in the past, the numbers do increase. And normally these numbers will increase roughly about 10 to 14 days after the Songkran period. So that's actually looking like the end of April before we start to see the true damage possibly done by this whole Songkran holiday. But if you look at the infection rates coming into Thailand from international tourists, then looking at what's going on in the country should have no bearing on easing the rules because if there's such low numbers of people coming into the country and they're being tested on arrival, whether it's with PCR or ATK, which is the plan for next month, then I see no reason why they can't do it. Tourism, as I've said many, many times, is about confidence and continuously changing the rules you know, from more restrictions to less and vice versa, confuses people. And people will always continue to keep looking for destinations where it's easy to go to, such as places like Mexico. Europe now is pretty much reopened in terms of tourism, you know, and South America now has become a very big destination for people because the restrictions are just not there for entry and people can freely go and come back and do their thing. Travel and holidays and things like this are all about ease of travel. I have 10 days off. I want to go and enjoy my time, but I don't want to be worrying about doing PCR tests. I don't want to be worrying about being a close contact of somebody with COVID and getting banged up for 10 days or seven days or whatever it is in a, in a hotel and having to do quarantine because of that. I'm looking for countries where I can go and relax, enjoy my holiday, go back on and get on with my life. And they're the type of countries that people are looking to travel to. Now, what I do have is a little bit of advice for the government here, because I think there is something being missed in all of this, and it's in relation to the rules within Thailand, and especially in relation to face masks. Something I have noticed over the last couple of weeks, and particularly in hotels here in Thailand, is that Thai people are, in general, quite compliant with the rules. So they wear their face mask, you know, they wash their hands a bit, but the main thing is the mask is being worn, whereas foreign tourists are not wearing face masks whatsoever. Now, we can all have the argument whether they work, they don't work, this, that, or the other. But the rules in Thailand are pretty clear. As mandated by the emergency decree, you are required to wear a face mask. Now, what I am seeing is Thai citizens regularly now complaining in hotels to management and staff that the foreigners are not wearing the mask and why aren't they wearing them? And I would suggest to the government, if they plan to reopen the country to more tourism, is to scrap the mask mandate. Because there is a resentment among some people when they see people not wearing their mask. And because it's a law currently or a mandate under the emergency decree, which does make it a law, that these people are going, well, they're not following the rules and regulations of this country. You know, many people will say, and I've heard foreigners say, well, in our country, we don't have to wear a mask. So why do we have to wear one here? Well, the simple answer to that is obviously you're not in your country. You're in Thailand. So you do still need to follow the rules, whether or not you agree with them. But I do think if the government wish to continue to open up, these kind of mask mandates in Thailand need to be done away with. 
society in general needs to be kind of weaned off the face mask. Because in fairness, if you drive around, most people here in Thailand, and if you were to study a little bit more when you're out and about, is people would happily wear a face mask while driving on their motorbike, but not wear a helmet. So that's how drilled in wearing a mask is to people here in the country. They would rather wear the face mask on the motorbike than wear a helmet, which obviously would have a lot more protection in case you had an accident. But they believe the face mask is more important. Things do need to change in that regard. I do feel that tourists also though need to take a little bit of responsibility in this too. I think what they could do and what would be beneficial at this moment would be to get rid of the mask mandate for outdoors. So that if you're out in the fresh air, you're out on the beach, there should be no mask being worn. If they still wish to have masks indoor for the next month or two while they try to wean the Thai people or even expats here in the country off face masks, then that's the way it should go. But right now, something does need to be done because there is a lot of animosity towards foreigners at the moment in relation to this. And that's just something I've spotted and noticed. And I'd love to know your opinion for people who have been here on holidays. Have you felt it? If not, then, you know, that's fair enough. We're not going to argue about it. But this is what I've heard from Thai people who've spoken to me about it. But I'd love to know your opinion about all of this. Do you think it's a positive step? Do you think it'll actually happen next month? Do you think the PCR test will go? Do you think they'll find an excuse to hold on to it for another month or two? Do you see mass mandates being dropped here in the country? I'd love to know your opinion on all of this, guys, as always, down below in that comment section. And next up, teen lovers stabbed disapproving mom to death. A 14-year-old girl and her 16-year-old boyfriend were in police custody today in Bangkok after the teen's girl's mother was found stabbed to death. Police say the girl, who was not identified, told them they murdered her mother, identified only as 53-year-old Jurapan, because she would not allow them to continue seeing each other. Jurapan was found dead Thursday night with multiple stab wounds on the first floor of a residential building. She had been stabbed seven times in the neck and cheeks. The girl reportedly told police that she brought her boyfriend to her home and hit him in the kitchen. When her mother came in, they said, the girl gave him the signal to stab her with a kitchen knife. Jurapan's eldest son, 23-year-old Kitty, heard the commotion and tried to intervene. He received multiple stab wounds before escaping the room to call for help. By the time he came back with neighbours, Jirapan was already dead. Other building residents surrounded the two suspects before the authorities arrived to escort them out. Kitty is currently being treated at Bangna 5 Hospital, where his injuries were deemed non-life-threatening. The boyfriend reportedly told authorities that he felt remorse for his actions and blamed his actions on his emotional state. Social media can say whatever they want, but for me, I am sorry for what I've done, the team boy told reporters. And finally, the Phuket News Daily Report. Phuket police launched Songkran Crime Blitz, ready for seven days road safety campaign. Phuket police and other law enforcement officers gathered at the Phuket checkpoint in Tatachat yesterday for the launch of the annual Songkram crime fighting campaign and to announce the seven days of danger campaign for the Thai New Year starting on Monday, April 11th. Homeless woman, 55, found taking refuge under pickup truck in Patong. Police safely took into protective custody a 55-year-old homeless woman found sleeping under a pickup truck parked at a home in Patong yesterday. And finally, Phuket Luxury Hotel Peeping Tom arrested and released. 
Phuket have charged an employee at a luxury hotel in Phuket with spying on a guest while she was taking a shower and then released him after processing the charges against him. But ultimately, with this story or anything else that stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in the comments down below. Because yes, this is a new show, but it's also a conversation. Now keep that conversation going. Make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel, share the video, and do all the good stuff that does help that YouTube algorithm. But ultimately, my name is Kieran Mack. You've been listening to the Thai Expat Daily Show, and we will see you next time.